forever. Dog. Sassy. Sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. To see the cards from today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's S A S S Y Tarot, like a regular tarot, T A R O T P O D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Sassy Tarot Pod. Don't you know that I'm a guy who lives in Brooklyn? I'm a guy who has a boyfriend living in Brooklyn. And I like to get coffee in the morning. And then I like to go swimming in the night. Swimming in the night. Don't you know I like swimming in the night? Oh yeah. Swimming in the swimming in the to Sassy Tarot. My name is Veronica Sorio, and uh, what you just heard was a wonderful hit by me and my guest today, Mike Kelton. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. What you're listening in the background is uh, Peter Markendall uh, pushing and pulling knobs and ropes back in the background. Uh, if you don't know Mike, he's a 
old friend from UCB here in New York, where I'm at currently. He's a producer for Shade, the Queens of New York, Infusion. And he's hosting this new Forever Dog podcast that is so lit and so totally in line with uh, Sassy Tarot called Beyond, where he solves everyday problems via <laughs> via supernatural means. Hi, Mike. Hi, Veronica. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So you, you came here and you had no idea what was going to happen. Absolutely no idea. Two people came in and someone started shuffling carts and you, someone else started plugging music yeah there's a lot of things that are happening right now that i didn't know were going to happen <laughs> <laughs> um so i thought of starting the session and i never do this by opening with um uh an angel guidance card i love that for our session today and if anyone doesn't love that they're the devil <laughs> they're insane <laughs> They're against beautiful things. Against beautiful things. For no reason. We love an angel tarot deck. Okay. Angels. <sighs> Angels. What message, what, message, what message shall you give everyone who's listening to this right, right now? One card to open the session. Everyone listening, give your energy. And this card is going to be for all of us. Uh, yeah, take a deep breath. message is cleanse and detoxify wow that's interesting for me honestly really tell me tell me more while i look for the message i just yesterday decided to take a break from drinking and doing meth i'm <laughs> just kidding the meth part um <laughs> well the did... meth is like it's a thing now <laughs> yeah, the, the meth is a thing now it's, no. a, it's been a thing uh for real i did i decided to take a break from drinking to maybe like literally cleanse and detoxify and just feel like this beautiful angel goddess on this card it's orange which means also like uh sacral ch chakra which means like you're uh creativity center will benefit from this cleanse it's not like it's not just about your physical body which is very much the center of your body but uh it's also about your creative outpour and output and uh your um connection to your own ideas and your instinct about any kind of creative endeavor your instinct okay so it says With great love and respect, we ask you to detoxify your precious and sensitive body. At your request, we'll help you to develop life-affirming ways to deal with stress, as well as ease any sorrow at shedding your old ways. So the angels are going to help you find the new lifestyle and also any stress that may give you to like not drink, because it's stressful sometimes. I mean, I stopped drinking for a month and it was like... <laughs> I was like, wow, I really like alcohol on the daily. It's a thing that I I do. So uh, it says, give your cares, worries, and concerns to us and feel the beautiful grace of your newly purified body. Wow, I love that so much. It says, uh, the angel's recommendation is that you eliminate chemicals and toxins from your body, your, sensitive, your sensitivity to drugs, food additives, including sugar, alcohol, caffeine, and nicotine has increased. You're becoming more sensitive to those chemicals. 
Literally, Let as me, you uh, said, some caffeine, coffee. literally, as you said the word caffeine, <laughs> I sipped this beautiful uh, drip coffee from the Forever Dog office into my mouth. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just took a break for coffee. In fact, reading the word caffeine, angels, makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, can we just more. forget the caffeine part? Let's, yeah. We still do caffeine Scratch and we'll that. take out the other stuff. Yeah, alcohol, sugar, all that. Drugs, we'll see. And nicotine has, okay, so your sensitivity to nicotine has increased. To drugs, sugar, etc. The substances are interfering with your ability to hear your angels. Well. So they ask you to avoid them. The angels will gladly help you with stress or cravings if you will ask. So a thing about angels, and I know a lot of people don't believe in them. And as I'm converting to Judaism, it's been like a question with the angels, the image of an angel. Because they are in the Bible and some people truly believe they're like angels. And some people are like, uh they have like a kind of religious connotation, right? Of course, um, yeah. I also totally believe. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> and I do believe in angels. I think they are people that have a message for you at a certain time at your life that you need it. I, I think him. they can take human form and give you a message and help you. For sure. Um, yes. That's what I currently believe. So uh, there's this woman who has made all these wonderful angel guidance cards called Doreen Virtue. Mm-hmm. She has all the oracle decks that you can. Maybe if you want to start with some kind of cards for a divination or like guidance, uh, Doreen Virtues, like any angel deck or mermaids, if that's your thing, you know that she has fairies and shit like that. But I mean, stuff like that. But um, I don't want to disrespect any possibility, but they're really good. They're mild and they're the only way sometimes to get a message that's not so harsh. Um, But the way I see it, or I explain it to my friend Jose, who's like so not a believer in any of anything, except that he does believe in energy. I was like, okay, so an angel is this like idea that so many people throughout so many centuries have put so much energy into mm-hmm. that I feel like it is an existing uh, concentrated energy because mm-hmm. so many people have put so much energy into this like Raphael or like Michael or whatever and so if people associate Michael with the one who like protects you mm-hmm. and comes with a sort of truth and helps you when you're like in trouble and that has happened throughout centuries for millions and millions of people mm-hmm. there's no way that you cannot call like call upon that energy for yourself yeah, if you want to see it, it as something the way I think about uh, the idea of angels is throughout like world history there have been so many stories of angels that have taken some type of form yes and it could just be you know the way that storytelling has progressed it could just be an instance where someone got a message or was helped in what they thought was like a divine way yeah um and maybe they just took it as it was a b- another being that helped me or maybe it was themselves but i think the idea that there's something supernatural that comes in and takes care of you at a time of like human need is something that's very powerful yeah and i think because these stories have been told there is either the idea of angels that is a palpable energy of an idea or there is really a thing that there are like these you know 
people with beautiful wings and like long 80s rock star hair that live in the clouds. Super sexy. <laughs> Super sexy. Super mass but femme. <laughs> Super, Super. They're like they're, they are the definition the of like gender neutral. Like so angels. delicious. Exactly what we all should strive for. 100%. They are amazing. And they're all theys. I feel like they all are they're every gender. They're all theys. They're all theys. Yeah. Uh, angels are <laughs> angels are theys. <laughs> Michael is they for sure. Um, I have had experiences with angels, and this brings me to the fact that we started talking about this. It reminds also, me of your sorry, podcast. I'm sorry. I have to. I know we're getting into that, but this is so beautiful. I know. This what is happening right now. If you're listening, isn't this amazing? I know. <laughs> we're experiencing. I mean, every single uh, episode is a treat because of. Exactly the live music. It's so beautiful. By Peter Mark Kendall, who is just like not listening, but <laughs> somewhere he's, in the cloud. Uh, He's catching our wave somewhere in a in a cloud of smoke. It's so beautiful. I just it's, had to say that. But yes, please gorgeous. let's talk about Beyond. <laughs> okay, so um I wanna keep talking about angels with Beyond. Like so your podcast is you're looking for like ways to esoteric ways to f solve life yeah. or like specific life issues or whatever uh -huh. so like what kind of things like have you worked with angels what kind of other things have you like dwelled um, into i've done a, a bunch of stuff i've worked with um i went to a past life regression therapist uh please oh. say <laughs> more <laughs> i mean it's truly incredible i I've been obsessed with this world for a while. It all started a couple years ago when I read this book about um, past lives. And this, basically this therapist was trying to help a patient who had lots of issues. And so he hypnotized her to see if she would remember something from her early childhood where she had blocked it out. Because uh, that's what happens when people get hypnotized. They're able to like say things that they can't in their conscious mind. Right. And so she ended up talking about ancient Egypt. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> she was like talking about all these experiences. Like, I'm, I'm Egyptian. I'm like making the pyramids. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're in Seattle. It's 1986. Right. Um, and then she talked about, he ended up like, Uh, not telling her because he didn't want to traumatize her like oh you're crazy so he ended up like researching what that is and there's a, a theory called past life regression where you recall past lives that your spirit like inhabited bodies before this life and those experiences can sometimes like be remembered into the next life similar to have you ever seen those YouTubes of like my two year old child thinks he was like in yes. the Vietnam War yes, or whatever. Yes, yes. Um, and they have like specific memories and you're like how do the kids know about this they didn't, haven't even learned the history right. yet um, so that's basically like an example of people that have had past lives so I did that I was super obsessed with it and it started this journey into wait 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 What? Did you find a past life? Oh, hell yes, baby. What did you find that you can share? I, oh, yeah, I will share everything um, because it's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I was a flapper in the Roaring Twenties. Um, wow, of course. And I, I mean, yes. no, literally, of course, I was I was wearing this red dress. I was in this speakeasy and I was dancing with abandon in the middle of this like uh, speakeasy. And the lady was like, do you know anyone in this bar? And I looked around and I was like, no, but I fucked everyone here <laughs> and I was living my life 
And oh then my God. I ended up settling, settling down with one of the guys in the bar who was looking at me the way that my current boyfriend does. And I just knew that, I mean, it sounds crazy, but I knew that he was this person. So I knew that my current boyfriend was my husband in a past life. We oh ended up getting married and having three kids. And then our daughter was sick and our daughter ended up being my mom and she died early. Um, so in the podcast and on an episode, um, I'm, yeah. sh- I'm shook. <laughs> I mean, I'm shook. Yeah, it's truly, it's truly beyond. Mm. So in the podcast, I tell that story, and then Andrew went and remembered the same life that I remembered. And Andrew, my boyfriend, is not like does not subscribe, but he was like sh- floored that he remembered the same life that I did, where our daughter was my mom. And then we went to the past life regression therapist, and we recorded the session with my mom to see if she remembers being our daughter. And you have to listen to the podcast to see if it happens. Okay, I guess we're all going to have to subscribe right now <laughs> and listen to the podcast because I, I do subscribe. <laughs> I, I do subscribe. <laughs> yeah, honestly, so do I. There um, are much crazier things in our current modern world that I do not subscribe to that this seems like, <laughs> this seems normal to me. <laughs> I, I just uh, much rather explore a world where I won't really get a true answer, but there's always possibility mm-hmm. than... Uh, a world of uh, dooms, of doom and fa- facts and doom. Facts um, and doom, yeah. I'm less about facts and doom, more about like love and possibility. I also feel like there could be a nice mix where um, both uh, both you believe, but also are in reality. Um, so there's always the, the danger of, I wonder what I was in my, my past life. No, I can't get past this. I, I want to like know, right? I get the I want to get the info from you to see if I go and get a regression. Or I some will shit. definitely do an intro with you, Michelle. Oh my god, for yes. sure. Yes, please. She's amazing. Um, I can't keep biting this apple. I'm curious about. <laughs> oh, so I was gonna say with angels, uh, had a terrible motorcycle accident, and the people who helped us, like my uncle, my uncle still knows them, but he calls them angels for whatever mm-hmm. reason. They're just people, but. Uh, I, the person that was coming right behind us was like a doctor and thanks to her like she was like if he doesn't get in a helicopter he's gonna die and thanks to her like he's alive so it was like yeah if he wasn't a doctor if he wasn't there at that that moment in time that's no one would have known i agree with that's what i think angels are i think angels are you could have been an angel to someone else oh for sure yeah everyone i think has uh, had that role i love it you're like oh i was definitely an angel Um, (laughs) every day don't you see oh i'm an angel for everyone i need honey hello (laughs) look at me i'm androgynous look at me so the angel um and also once i was uh I've had my angel experiences have been uh, uh, I don't know a lot I got I I had a terrible I was gonna do this work I was hired as an actress for this high level thing Mm -hmm. and um, I had a terrible random like out of nowhere fight with the producer Mm mm-hmm I have never fought in my life I'm so against conflict as a contentious person I don't know myself either i know that i get upset about it conflict makes me very stressed i will f- say things frontally mm-hmm. but i don't know how that escalated so and it turned into some mostly it was me in a corner being like f- defending myself and 
So I felt like a cage animal, and that has never happened in my life. Oh, and I I'm left so sorry. very like thank you. I I left very like shaky, and was like fuck that has never happened. Like I try to like look back and regret it, regret having reacted or uh-huh. said or and I couldn't regret really anything. So uh-huh. I was kind of calm that way. Like I don't think there's one thing that I could have done differently mm-hmm. frankly yeah honestly that i don't even regret it yeah and it not in a bad way like i wish maybe it wouldn't have gone that way but i don't regret it but i couldn't get this like terrible yucky post fight like doom you know like this like your darkness aura. in your yeah uh-huh. in your heart so i went two days later to get a reiki session because i wanted to clear that energy uh-huh. and also i was frankly losing my mind i felt like they put like energetic like grips on me or something yeah that can happen it can stick to you for sure if someone gets to you if they manage to lower your vibration your they get you in a bad place emotionally Uh i've heard it's easier to to get it to attack you Uh uh-huh uh and i have a little story about that um oh i love Two petty, petty, petty stories. Oh, I love. <laughs> I love petty stories. <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so I went to get the Reiki session and I'm just like laying there and she's doing her thing. But one of the images that I had that was so heavy, so strong. Before my accident, I prayed to Michael. Mm-hmm. I was like, please, Michael. Because that's my, no, no, my Italian grandpa. That's his mm-hmm. angel. And like, we just, we all pray to Michael. Mm-hmm. Not pray to, but ask. Mm-hmm. So Doreen Virtue is the one who ta- taught me like when you want help, outside help, mm-hmm. you need to ask. Yeah, you have to communicate with your yes. masters or whatever. Because free will is true. Uh-huh. So free will, you're going about your life and then you're like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with this. Instead of using your brain like that, you can just go. Anyone who's qualified to help me with this, any idea, any thought, any person, please send it my way because mm-hmm. I need this help. And then... It, um, you at least are opening your brain mm-hmm. to receive oh, this yeah. solution versus just like staying in the asking place. If you stay in the negativity of it, yes, you kind of like tear yourself apart. Yeah, because you're not even actively looking for a solution. Mm-hmm. While when you ask, even if you don't believe in angels, you're asking, so you're putting your mind already in uh-huh. that in that position. It's literally the idea of like asking for help when you need it. Yeah, and people will help you if you ask. Yes. So this is like a mental exercise to be like. Ask the energies available to please come to you and help you. So I do that. With the accident, I I barely, like, I scratch myself, basically, even though it was hard. When the Reiki session was happening, I closed my eyes, blah, 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 and then two huge muscular legs came out from inside of mine, and then they were so, 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 so long that I got lifted from Earth. Like literally saw the earth like becoming smaller. Obsessed with this. (laughs) So you visualize two like big muscular. I did it. This image, it's like when you when you're between asleep and awake, Uh that a bunch of images just come Uh and they're not Uh yours, but they're not a dream. Mm -hmm. That that stage. I'm obsessed. She was doing Reiki, and I was like having random images and kind of thoughts because I'm still kind of conscious. And then two huge, muscular, super great, big legs grow from inside of mine. But they were like energetic legs. They lift me from the earth. And then I look back and there's a six feet long 
wings, gigantic. Just the the. I knew it was Michael, and I knew he grew from inside of me. So as to say, like you're protected from inside out. Mm-hmm. Lifted me from the earth, and then walked with his two. It was like milky white with like a blue energy lining or something. Walked me from where I was on earth to a few steps. And then he slowly put me down. (gasps) And then I landed in a different place. And then more images came. Like that image went. And then I realized I was like, oh, I... I woke up and then I told this girl who was doing Reiki to me and she was like, oh, that was Michael. And I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. She knew it was Michael? Yeah. She was like, this is Michael. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it was Michael. Oh my God, this story. (laughs) I know, it's crazy. I don't, I mean, yeah. Do you want to be a guest on Beyond for our Angel episode? I would love to. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. And then Michael was like six feet long. No, I think he was like 10. I think they're gigantic. I think he is gigantic. Gigantic. Uh, I hate being the person, like uh, two years ago, I would have never been like, Michael is gigantic. Like I would have been like, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. Uh-huh. But this didn't happen. Um, yeah, you're preaching to the choir, babe. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the wings are the biggest thing that I've ever seen. They're very, very, mm-hmm. very big, uh, like airplane wings. And um, I feel like he put me in a different place. So that was a Friday. Fight was on Wednesday, this was a Friday, and then on Monday, I got recast. Mm-hmm. And I felt so relieved. I mean, I my stomach dropped, and I was like, am I going to be okay? And then I kept going back to this image, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. I was not meant to be there. Absolutely And not. every time I see it, I'm like, I was not meant to be there. I was not meant to be there. I It was not for me. I and then I Michael landed was in showing Strange Angel. You, Michael was showing you what was going to happen, and how that was like, he was doing it. Yes. So he was being like... Hey, I'm going to remove you from this situation. I'm going to lift you up and take you out of this negative Literally space. to a different part of the planet. Literally. To a and, different path, like entirely. And it was kind of a reminder to you to be like, this is good. This is this is a helpful, wonderful thing. And it was it might, a good forewarning for like yeah. uh, what was hell for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. those two weeks where I got fired, I was like, I went through hell. And then I kept going back to this image and being like, no, no, no. This is not hell. Totally. This is... Evan. Uh-huh. And then I got casted in a show called Strange Angel. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come I Peter. on. <laughs> Where I met Peter, who's now playing this angelic music. Right? <gasps> Veronica? I know. It I'm was a real thing. Out. It was good. I asked for help. I was like, I need help with this. I have never had a fight with anyone like this. Not even my mom. And that's a lot. <laughs> it's hard because there are so many things like earthly things that lead us in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. but we're so sure of that it's right because there are so many things of this world that it's like well that'll be money and it will be a step in the right direction for my career Mm -hmm. and people will see me and it's right and I have like agents or managers being like it's rational trust me this makes sense it makes sense like no I feel like this isn't it and you weren't vibing on purpose Mm -hmm. it was it was like Michael probably really forcing you to have that argument and feeling making you feel cornered because when you're uncomfortable you go through those shifts spiritually yeah to get to a place where you're in the right place and yes. sometimes it sucks it gets really uncomfortable if you especially if you're not, like um if you're not listening to yourself if you get a gut feeling about something mm-hmm. and 
So your brain is telling you all these things that you can get out of this job or out of this relationship or out of being at a certain place at a certain time. Um, and then something inside of you saying no, but you go anyway. If you're not a match with this other thing, life will pull, like somehow pull you out of it. And it better be when you decide how you decide than like through a fight and like a big thing. Although I did need to go through this like bridge mm -hmm. of fire <laughs> for my life. But um, but as you get more in tune with yourself, you, I don't have to I don't have to go through that tunnel again because I've learned. Okay, if something really doesn't feel right, like mm -hmm. now I've learned through looking back. And I, I will say too, hearing this, being someone who's had, I, I literally got stuck in an elevator once. Like the universe, like oh my trapped me in an elevator. So and then I ended up getting fired from a job that I knew I wasn't supposed to be at, but I was too scared to leave. Um, the this Oof. will, well, I'll, t I'll tell it too quickly. But like this is, I have like an example of like that exact story. For three years, I worked at a law firm in New York, and I was an executive assistant while I was coming up at UCB and I was like, I want to do comedy. I want to, I want to host TV shows. I want to make things and make get paid for that. But I didn't have the confidence to do that. Um, and so I worked for this woman who owned a law firm and it was one of those gigs where like, like it was so like the devil is real. You know what I mean? Like it was good money. I liked her. <laughs> She was nice to me. It was like an easy job where I could go and run to audition. So I made all these excuses. So nice. I was like, it's, it's Mike. It's so easy. Why are you complaining? But there's something about the energy of being in a fucking cubicle in a law Those firm. Those lights. The lights are horrible. The energy was bad. It's like corporate law. It made me, it like lowered my vibration Totally. Yeah. And I, I bet some people dry. listening are like, oh, like that's what most people have to do. And I'm like, I hear you, but like my angels were like, no, honey. Okay. <laughs> Because when my boss for the third year, she went away and I was house sitting and I always house up for her and watch her apartment and stayed in her apartment, watch her dogs. Um, it's like a very normal thing. And the Sunday of uh, DCM and Gay Pride, this is 2015, I think, I threw a party on her rooftop. I invited like 10 gay improvisers over and we told stories on her rooftop from like 5 to 7 p.m. on a Sunday. And it was a common rooftop. So like no one was in the apartment and people were up there drinking champagne. It was honestly like very respectful. Like nice. I'm not the kind of person that would throw a rager till two in the morning, right? Like it just like that would make me feel uncomfortable. So At like seven, we started packing up. We put all the cushions away on this like fancy furniture and we put all our bottles in these bags. And so we, then we get into the elevator and there was like 10 or 12 of us and we decided to squeeze into this elevator. For some reason, it was a bunch of like drunk gays that were like, just get in, honey. And I was like, yes, we love it. And we got in the elevator and then it went down literally like a foot right <laughs> oh my god i was like oh oh my god the elevator's stuck and we're also like we're packed in there you know and it's hot it's like wow. the middle of summer and yeah it's dcm weekend it's dcm like weekend it's hot people are sweaty people are drunk and they're all everyone's laughing they're all comedians they're all comedians that you listening you you would know who these people are and 
they're laughing and doing bits that were funny in retrospect, but I'm freaking the fuck out. And then we had to call the fire department. Three fire oh trucks came. They had to break open. It's We were there for in the elevator for like more than an hour. What? They had to break open a door to this like neighbor's apartment because it was like the elevator opens on either side. And they broke open the door and we had to walk down like eight flights of stairs as every tenant in the building was outside of their apartment being like, who the fuck are you guys? What the fuck are you doing up here? Like, this is oh a residency. God. Like, this is a co-op. Horrible. And I'm walking down going, I, Lauren, I was like, I, I'm so sorry. I was house-sitting for my boss, blah, blah, blah. And then that week, I got fired. <laughs> and I oh my God. cried. I cried. I felt like I was like, how am I going to pay my rent? My phone was paid by the law firm too, so like I was like, I have to like buy no. an iPhone. That's expensive. So I freaked the fuck out, got an unemployment, and like the bitch is here, babe. Like I don't know. Like it just like <laughs> it, it Everything really worked out. Yes. And looking back, I had written like five draft emails quitting that job over the course of two years, but wow. never sent them because I was scared. And I know that Oprah says this thing where what the universal whisper and you if you don't listen it will scream and like it <laughs> yeah, screamed yeah I feel like that's how yeah and it, it screamed to you it was yeah. like this was traumatic for you but in a way that was your angel picking you the fuck up and being like here baby like, no. I'm gonna drop you on track since you're not listening yeah this is what we're doing <laughs> this is what we're doing you you go there yep. bitch stop <laughs> I feel like that's how I was with my my motorcycle accident too. I had a list of things that I knew I needed to get in some ducks I needed to get in a row and I kept like being like yeah 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 and then no insurance, no money, my family winter and I was like I had to all the things that I knew, the list that I knew I had to organize in my life. The accident not only forced me, like I had to, there's mm-hmm. no way around this, but I also had to learn like seven to 10 more gigantic mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that was a scream. And I had, I had a long time mm-hmm. to maybe learn the lessons on my own if mm-hmm. I listened, but then it happened the way, the one way that I would listen. Totally. It uh, helps you out there. Yes. So I, every time someone's like, Oh, I'm so sorry that happened. I'm like, no, no, no. Thank you. That's when I started my yeah. life. That's when it like I I, it I fell into a life. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was like, but I also know that if I could have would have listened to this other things, my life would be different. So totally. it's like free will. Mm-hmm. Slash With a little bit of help from a, a little bit being. of help, uh-huh. a little bit of help. So I want to um, pull the cards out. Right. And start seeing, but I have this other card that's called Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by Colette Baron Reed, I wanna say. So her thing is, it's kind of like a game. I love games. <laughs> I love games. You pull a game. So it's a, uh, the cards are, it's an oracle deck. It's not a tarot, it's not traditional tarot. The main thing about it is that you've played with this, Joe. Yeah. So, um, you get a card, if you flip it and it's upside down like this, uh, it's coming as a challenger. Okay. And if it's the right way, it comes as an ally. But okay. the messages can be negative or positive no matter what. Gotcha. But just so you know, that's the game. Well, we're hoping for an ally, but shake we're it, open it, to it, a challenge. Sure. 
Okay, let's shake, shake them, these bitches open. Shake, shake, shake it. Oh, yeah. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake Shake it. Oh, beautiful. Okay, this one is screaming. Lady of the gift. Lady of the gift. Lady of the gift. Oh, this is a beautiful card. It is a beautiful it's, card. So you guys know it's like this, this like woman who looks like Queen of Winter. Like she's in front of what looks like the Palace of Winter, and she's blowing out of her hands this like white magic. And at the end of this magic, there's like a little fairy, and she is a ferocious bitch. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Comes as an ally. Read you. Okay. (laughs) And comes as an ally, and thank God she loves the gays. (laughs) The lady of the gift brings a message of tipping to be your ally. She requires a look. Okay. Cool. Wait a second. Sorry. Be an ally. She requires you to look at the nature and method of your giving to others. Uh-huh. The world is your church, and you only need to distribute ten percent of your wealth to. Uh, it's hard. It's hard because the war zone match. Okay. Is it telling me to give money away? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's basically the lady of the gift. Okay, here, here we go. Lady. Ah. Ten percent of your wealth to others to ensure that the flow continues. Yet, this doesn't necessarily mean giving money away. Nor does it imply a direct action of charity, even though the tradition of tithing is material. In fact, the kind of tithing the lady asks you isn't tangible or material at all. She's asking you to look at all human beings as important in the divine scheme of things and show others. Yeah, show others that you believe in them. Pay attention to how you treat people and be mindful of your perception, even of seemingly poor strangers. If you see others as successful and abundant and act as if you believe they have value, blessings all around are assured. You believe in others has greater value than you can find them. This alone guarantees your success long term. Remember, you can only keep what you're willing to give. Remember, you can only keep what you're willing to give. The Lady of the Remember Gift, available on iTunes. So basically, remember, you're only willing. You're only. You can only keep what you're willing to give. So I'm thinking about your dog, and uh-huh. I'm sorry to get personal. No, that's fine. But I think that's truly like, because you're giving. You're giving. You're letting go, uh-huh. but you're also giving uh-huh. to all of you uh-huh. something that will make it better for everyone. 
So the situation is, just so you guys know... Is that okay? Absolutely. I'm like an open book. Okay. Um, Me too. It's horrible. I, Andrew and I, my boyfriend and I, we rescued a dog a little over a year ago from Badass Brooklyn, which is a great organization. He's he's a, the cutest dog in the world. He's a pit bull mix and some wolf, because we did a DNA test. Uh, he's got wolf, <laughs> uh, which will explain this next part. He is uh, so sweet with us and ex- very aggressive with other people, and it escalated. We got a trainer. He ended up uh, biting a friend of mine. So sorry. And she's okay, but uh, it got really bad, and it's to the point where like he's... He's not happy in his living condition in Brooklyn. He's really not meant to be a city dog. So we are rehoming him, which has been a really sad and difficult process. Um, But we know it's for the best. And we're working with the organization to help him find a home in the country with space and green green pastures and hopefully other dogs um, and disgusting little balls he can throw around and maybe eat because he likes to eat balls, bouncy balls. Um, So... That's the situation. So I'm giving and kind of like giving Curtis like this piece of life. And it sucks because we want to just keep him for ourselves. But we we can't. He's aggressive and he gets miserable. We can't ever have anyone in our apartment. He will kill them. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's funny that the lady of the gift came because it's about generosity. Yes, giving the others a fear service. But it's also about receiving withholding and giving away letting go right so yeah you receive when you when you give and you only get what you give and you're giving him uh-huh. a life yeah which is not it's not about someone else getting uh-huh. the dog it's about him having a full life he being doesn't able to have a full, a full life. life right now he doesn't and so you have to do um it's it happens with relationships. I mean, this is basically what we are have been talking about. It's mm-hmm. just like letting go. How long do I hold on to this out of fear mm-hmm. when I know it's hurting me? It's so much easier maybe to see it um, when you're hurting someone else mm-hmm. or when the other person's hurt. So you're like, this hurts me, but mm-hmm. you can go. But sometimes yeah. in romantic relationships, people don't do that. Uh, I would say most of the time people stay in bad relationships and cover it up with like things yeah, and like houses and clothes and boats and probably boats the most finances and boats, Uh, boats, boats. boat hats, boat hats and boat outfits like sale. People just buy sales little like extra like clothes, boat shoes, boat boat Mm -hmm. shoes, a little bit like a boat rug. It's like a boat rug. Like things are things that look like boats people buy when they're sad. And if you see people with lots of boats, you need to be like, wow, check your relationship. What's honey. going on? <laughs> What's going on, baby? Are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? Or are you just covering everything with You're boats? Covering sadness with boats. And that's the truth. Boats <laughs> equal sadness. Uh. My dad finally got his boat. <laughs> and My I feel sorry finally, for him. Yeah, me too. I, I feel like he needs more uh, out of life. The, the, um, it does happen where you're like, well, you're not, you're not happy. I'm not happy. Um, letting go seems like a natural, uh, the naturally kind thing to do, right? But there's like, there's this w- withholding, which is why I think she's just blowing so generously. Yeah, like, that is true. She's just like, um, I mean, I've gone through, through not letting go. The hardest letting go. Is like, to me, 
it's alcohol, those kind of things, habits, mostly because I don't realize I have them. Mm-hmm. And then in relationships, it's because you feel like, oh, you've invested all this time and effort. Mm-hmm. So now if I let it go, I lose. Like, I lose mm-hmm. all this. But you can't because that's you already learned it. That's part of your journey. I, exactly. Like, I love India Ari, and she has a lyric that says, <laughs> this is going to sound so cheesy, but <laughs> if you listen to this whole thing, you're probably going to be over this. Uh, it's, life is a journey, not a destination. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that lyric. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, it is a journey. Uh, so it's like, okay, well, I, I remember that part where we were driving by the beach mm-hmm. so that was that part mm-hmm. and then now I can't just stay in the beach highway forever because mm-hmm. I need to make it uh, to Hollywood I to, so I need to get stop at 7-Eleven get a uh, seltzer yeah so it's like just because you're not on the beach highway anymore it doesn't mean that you didn't go through it or enjoyed it or like remember or start at the to ocean. enjoy the smog of you know whatever that highway is in LA the other one mm-hmm. the other highways yeah. the 405 the 10 any of the terrible highways mm-hmm. um, so I feel like it's a it's a very big thing what you're doing but it's important and you have to mm-hmm. let's get another card of I feel like this is your read but uh, yeah maybe we'll get some tarot right in a little bit but I, I, I don't know why I went oracle I think because it makes sense I love that it just makes sense I love it um, so you can pull another card Ooh, uh, yeah <laughs> the sun of dancers joyful activity celebration of life abundance and it cycles there's like a woman who's also a fairy who looks like she's pulling up her left breast above her right almost to do like a fun like party trick of like look my boobs are on top of each other (laughs) (laughs) it honestly looks like that's what she's doing she literally looks like look everyone my boobs are on top of one another (laughs) doesn't it look how how i squeeze them yeah She's like, anyone want another Totino? <laughs> you got two purple cards, which okay. is, I feel like um, maybe you're like, uh, I, I feel like your you're cleansing and detoxifying is going to open your crown yeah. chakra as well. Like uh, your um, connection to uh-huh. divine. Just I, being clear. I agree with will that. Will help you. And also that's the inner, that's the color of my, I had my aura red once and it's the color of my spirit is purple oh so very divine here she is very divine (laughs) as an ally the sun dancers as your ally the sun dancers celebrate you now and remind you of the laws of success and praise anything you place your attention on will manifest and experience that is so the laws are always perfect expect the best and praise it in advance expect the best and praise it in advance. Let's stop there for a second because here's the thing. It's like you have to. Even if you're like crazy, you're like, this is going to be the best day. When people are like, this day is going to suck. Or like, uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be hard. Shh, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. What are you saying? Uh-huh. Why are you saying that out loud? Why are you declaring that? Why are you being crazy right now? You're you're starting off your day on the wrong foot on purpose. Don't and babe, why are you doing that? No, expect the best and then maybe life will... I mean, I have to work on this uh, consistently. So, going back. 
Anything you place your attention on will manifest an experience. When you place attention on things, that manifests into an experience. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Expect the best and praise it in advance. This unleashes the magic of mystical magnetic energy, drawing circumstances to you to create the reality you envision. Wow. Give thanks in advance for the grace and goodwill of the divine. Thank you so much, angels, for the help that you're giving me that you're going to send my way. Or like, thank you so much for this solution or for like this like perfect person that's going to come into my life to help me figure X, Y, or Z out. Or for the perfect words to break up with this person or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, be willing to dance the victory dance as if your greatest dreams are realized and watch how easily things begin to fall into place. Stay positive and leave the timing up to the divine. Yeah, don't worry about timing. Timing is not about your problem. Mm -hmm. Lift your arm, stack your boobs, and dance, baby. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Be willing to dance a victory dance as your greatest dreams are realized and watch how easily things begin to fall into place. Stay positive and leave the timing up to the divine. All things are possible now. Dance the joy mm. of being and celebrate your life and abundance today. Ugh. That's beautiful. I got to tell you, I mean, this shit is real. <laughs> Literally right before this, um, right before we recorded, we were talking about Beyond the podcast, which is, it's launching in a bit, but it's also already out because time is um, a social contract. So everything happens at once, honey. But we were talking about it and <laughs> about how when I artistically focus all of my energy onto something mm -hmm. and throw all of my love into it, it, it helps. It, it. It, it blows up it blows up in a beautiful way and yes. helps people and they like and they see it and it people talk about it in the best way and when I get scattered and kind of throw myself onto a bunch of different projects none of them really work out which totally makes sense logically you're like oh you're spread too thin but I just was talking to Joe before the podcast about specifically focusing all of my energy onto beyond and how that I've like refocused and that's exactly what this card says and it's interesting too because of cleanse and detoxivity detoxify um, is like what I decided to do a couple days ago and now I'm giving my love and energy to this thing, which it'll, then I'm going to do that fucking party dance, put my boobs on top of one another and be like, Kee -de 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 -de. <laughs> I think so. I think that's exactly right. Um, I think that also, I don't know how to explain it. Cause I get in this groove where I'm like manifest, manifest. But if you, you gotta be selective how you pick. Right. So, uh, I, I would get obsessed with an experience mm -hmm. that I want to live. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, I want to be on a house team or uh, I used to be a house team or I want to be on this specific show or like I want to do this specific, have this specific role in this specific thing or this specific person I want to date, right? Mm -hmm. And then I could manifest it. Mm -hmm. I could put all my effort and love into it and things will start happening and things come my way mm -hmm. and it happens. But what I've learned from that is that no, no, no. no. <laughs> Sometimes you're asking for the wrong things. You're mm -hmm. just not good at asking. Mm -hmm. And so it's better to maybe go, even though it's a little less control freak kind of thing, mm -hmm. it's a little better to be like, I want to manifest or I want to create the experience where I'll be the most myself mm -hmm. 
possible. Like, yep. the, or like whatever it is that you want to experience, or where I want to experience now, I want to experience responsibility and uh -huh. enjoy. And so, like, you can instead of like trying to force an already factual thing, uh -huh. you can ask for like whatever is best for you uh -huh. right now. In terms of maybe, so like have more like personality goals. Like mm -hmm. I want to explore this side of me. I want to maybe what? Thank you for this experience that's gonna let me fl flourish as a writer. Thank you for this thing that's gonna help me flourish as a as an expressive being or whatever. And then things can start coming. When you're like the most kind of like authentic, positive version of yourself, you attract those things to yourself. So it's not yes. about the actual thing. It's about presenting that person to the world and then those things manifest. Yes, because if I want to, if I say, I, 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 if I manifest being on SNL, for example, mm -hmm. I'm also manifesting anything that comes with that. Mm -hmm. And not everything that comes with that uh -huh. is for me necessarily uh -huh. or for... Yeah, it's or tough. that person may be a cheater and uh -huh. I'm like, I don't know, you yeah. know, and like I just manifest them, but who knows, like, or whatever. You don't want to manifest a cheater. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> As someone who's dated the cheater before, you don't want to manifest a cheater. You don't want to manifest a cheater. You yeah. don't want to manifest anything that's like um, not so great. You don't want to bring bad energy onto yourself. Yes. Like, yeah. Anything that's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> say, like, I, I only want people who are real or, or, or don't be near me but i could learn from people who are not real like true. that's true too i don't know i just want perfect matches whatever that means mm -hmm. i don't know it's hard it's hard to, sometimes to word it but it's important to like pay attention to words you use and how like you i was reading uh i do my own cards every morning and i one of the things that came out was like see your life right now and whatever you see is your reflection it's a reflection of the inner you. Interesting. So you can see, you, that's how you can kind of tell. So you're, if something in your life is kind of sucky, you're like... You're seeing yourself. What What is it in me that's uncomfortable where I live or well, yeah. in this relationship? I or, actually said something. Uh, Andrew and I got into a little argument the other day because I said, um, I just said as a joke to him, like, when's the last time you've went to the gym? And he got upset and it was like a, it was a conversation we had. And... I realized that I was transferring like my own insecurities onto him because I like had just felt like I, you know, I just had one of those moments where you look in the mirror after the shower and you're like, oh, well, I feel like I'm not in the best shape. And I, I then realized it and told him, I was like, I'm so sorry. I kind of was like transferring my own insecurities onto you. But you're wow, like, total reflection. Yeah. Total reflection. I was just like putting out there what I was feeling about myself, which is very normal. Like people, you know, transfer pain onto the people. So it was interesting. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah, totally. And also, um, for example, with this job experience that I had, it was like, what this what did this reflect mm -hmm. about me? And it's like, um, I feel like I used to have no criteria regarding how I was going to be employed. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted was to just be employed. Get jobs, yeah. And then... Book, book, babe, book. Book it. And it was my focus and I made it happen. And then I was like, no, no. <laughs> I need to book things that will give me legacy and peace of mind. Because uh -huh. I, I can't just book anything. This is... I'm not going to die in some kind of like yeah <laughs> fire of hell yes <laughs> shit you yeah. know like i'm uh -huh. not that's not for me so yeah. it changed 
it changed how I see things because it reflected my willingness to book anything and that's anything and then you started manifesting the right jobs as opposed to just jobs in general yeah and it takes maybe a little longer or if they're further apart from each other or they're maybe are back to back and that's great too mm-hmm. but the important thing is that I'm calm inside mm-hmm. about this yes it feels like it doesn't feel like I'm mm. my soul is slowly like trying to leave my body Totally. Yeah, that's a very bad feeling. Yeah, it is. You don't want that. So I want to give you one tarot card uh, from my tiny, tiny, tiny tarot deck before we leave. So and then I'll do an interactive read for people and then we'll be saying goodbye. But I want you to like just pull one little card from this tiny, tiny, tiny. In this cute coffee filter we have here in the studio. Okay, here I go. I'm picking one. The lovers. Ooh, hello. So um, this is a message for you to take with you today. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it kind of mirrors what you just said about like seeing yourself naked in the mirror and like uh, oh, projecting wow. yourself onto someone else. So it's kind of like integrating two sides of you. Hmm. By by being really open, openly naked with yourself about who you are right now. So it was it's like expanding on this mirror image, mm-hmm. I think, because I know it's a woman and a guy. But to me, the lovers is like the integration of two parts of you or mm-hmm. making a decision between two things. And I don't think that's what's happening right now. I think we were just talking about mirror and they're mirroring. Yeah. Uh, so it's how you see yourself in the other. What parts of you are you projecting? And what sides of you are you leaving neglected? That maybe, like, for me, I'm like, I keep talking about the parts of myself that are manipulative mm-hmm. or petty or mm-hmm. anything that's low as my evil twin uh-huh. and I'm always disengaged from that and uh-huh. it's not true that's me uh-huh. it's me so I, it's like uh, it's a message of integration with yourself like if that makes sense yeah like I think being honest with yourself is what I'm like getting from this just like really seeing see like so instead of looking in the mirror and saying that thing to Andrew I should have been like oh well, you're feeling this way and that's okay but like to like realize it and move forward from there. Yeah. And just it, really being honest with yourself. And not stopping there. It's about continuing to do that. Mm-hmm. Being like, where am I the worst? Mm-hmm. Oh, this and that. Okay. Is that really that bad? That is me. Wow. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knew? Okay. That's okay. Totally. So like, do I accept it? Do I want to change it? Mm-hmm. Just not attacking. Like meditation. When you can like acknowledge something that's going on but not judge it and move on. You can say like, I love you to it. The yeah. lovers. It's like a self-love thing. Cause that's partly what you're doing with this. It's yeah, like accepting true. your own body instead of attacking it. I love that. Uh, so stop attacking yourself if you are and or others as a way to attack yourself. Also, I think it's interesting if you guys could see these cards. The cleanse and detoxify is like an angel with like long blonde hair who's wearing truly like 
a very big robe. Like the whole body is covered, right? We honestly don't know the gender of this person and we don't care because every angel is a they. And we also have then the next card is the lady of the gift who's wearing like a dress but like a little bit revealing has like maybe the top of the bust is out and the arms are being shown. And then the final card, the sun dancer was like, oh, it's like kind of naked. It looks like a belly dancing costume. And then the lovers were completely naked. So I find it interesting that it went from fully clothed to completely naked. And that shows like a a sense of like really being honest and vulnerability to get to this place where you're just like, here I am and I'm naked. Peeling that onion, baby. I'm peeling that onion. I'm peeling this just like (laughs) (laughs) slowly being like, who am I socially? Who am I with myself? Who am I like truly? Who am I? I This has been so therapeutic for me, Veronica. Thank you. I'm so glad. Thank you for being here. Does everyone like love this as like therapy? (laughs) I don't know. No. some memes like uh, what you know that that thing that's like a guy with a girl and the guy's looking back another girl. Uh huh. So it's like the guy says me. Yeah. And his girlfriend says therapy, and then he's looking back at uh-huh. astrology. Uh huh. Yes. Like yeah, it's <laughs> uh-huh. what I'm gonna do instead. Uh, so yeah, I am sure. But it's just like any therapy forces you to think about yourself in a way that's reframed, I guess. Right. So oh, it's no. a reframing yourself Mm -hmm. to me i don't think it should be about pointing out problems any more than you need to just to acknowledge that they're there or who you are but uh it's about reframing and the the people who i want around in my life are people Mm -hmm. who help me reframe myself as well yeah Okay, well, thank you so much for being here. Mm. This has been another uh episode of sassy tarot i'm so happy we could have you so mike just mm-hmm. to recap, where can we find you and where should people look for you? Um, people can find me on Twitter at Mike Kelton. Um, but mostly, if you want to take this wild journey with me, please subscribe to Beyond the podcast right here on the Forever Dog Network. Um, it's it's really wild and quite a journey into this stuff. And if you listen to this podcast, You'll definitely like Beyond for sure. Um, the couple of cool episodes I'll just throw out there. I met with a medium, and my father and I maybe connected with my late grandfather. Um, went to a past life regression therapist to see if my mom was my daughter in a past life. And um, what's like one more? Oh, I'm gonna get hypnotized to see if I can quit drinking diet soda because aspartame is bad and babe i'm detoxifying according to these cards yes you are it's time it's time yeah so so that's it i have had so much fun you're the best this is fun thank you i'm so glad you could make it and that you took your time to be here thank you so much of course thank you and as always music by peter mark kendall i'm veronica sorio please subscribe give us five stars and if you have any questions please keep them to your fucking self bitch (laughs) No. Wow, ending yes. with that aggression. At, wow. At Sassy, at Sassy Tarot Pod, right? Um, and we'll make sure to read them. Well, well, see ya. <laughs> bye. Well, bye. Goodbye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.